0: T. B.
1: Music for it class. <laughs> it's been seven years and years and the smoothly into the
0: start like we always was. Indeed, this is and all that the, eight, the uh, eighth year running now. Fantastic! Yes. Happy birthday! As hard as it is to believe, people.
1: Yes, we genuinely started this uh, seven years ago uh, in November.
0: It feels, it feels like seven years since the last podcast, actually.
1: it? does feel a long time <laughs> since the last, Sorry last about podcast. This yeah. Um, the good news is, unlike that that heady time back when. November the 19th, 20th and 21st, Podcast Parts 1, 2 and 3. <laughs>
0: yes.
1: Yeah, that's right. Not only did we review five albums, we yeah. then went on to discuss whether or not the Stone Roses Stone Roses yeah. was a classic album or not. Yeah. It's not. It is. Uh, <laughs> and also, who can forget, our discussion over the greatest rap albums of all time. Oh,
0: I, 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 I mean, In many ways, that's kind of revisited us from time to time, which is good. It is. There it go. is. It has. It
1: has. Anyway, yes. Apologies for our slackness of late, but you know, it's Life. the way. It's, it's the way we roll. And Life, uh, to make up for that, we will be. Uh, there are still another three podcasts coming away before the end of the end of the year. Unbelievably, <laughs> Pete trying to count here and figuring out how this is going to happen. But it is. Honestly, just figured that one out.
0: Yeah. yeah. Good. Marvelous.
1: Let's get on with this exciting podcast we've got for you this time. Ah. Uh, we have the latest album by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, Skeleton Tree, Divine Comedy Forever Everland, Teenage Fan Club Here, Regina Spektor's Remember Us to Life, Angel Olsen, My Woman, and Bon Iver's 22 A Million, And we will start with the 16th studio album from uh, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Um, this one was recorded... Uh, partly in the midst of uh, him losing his son, who quite literally fell off the edges of a cliff. Right. Um, but the album had been right. started before then. However, I think it's safe to say there is a quite dark, typical Cave-ish kind of theme to this record, regardless of that. But let's start with Mr oh. Cave and Peter.
0: Right. Um, this is a this is a good Nick Cave album. Um uh, I, I, I I recall us doing uh, Nick Cave and Bad Seeds album at uh, least once before. Um,
1: yeah, we did the last thing we did the last one, and we did and we, and we did the ones
0: before that. What do call it? One the band thing. Mm. Before Dig Lazarus, Dig. Yes. Yes, that's right. Um, so I mean, this this is uh, you know this is a, a a good Nick Cave and Bad Seeds album. It's a, it's a, quite an easy one to listen to as well um darkness of tone obviously aside it's um it's a sh- relatively short album
1: yes which is a theme of several, of the, several albums. of the
0: albums thank goodness um and actually it's it's a very it's a very sort of very easy album to listen to in both musically and in terms of in terms of the band um you, you know when you think about I mean, how many decades has it been now you know several um yeah,
1: well, seventy nine, yeah, right. seventy, late seventies, birthday party.
0: I mean, th- this there's a quality here that 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 he manages to repeat each time, um, and one feels that you you know there's never a, there's never a, a Duff album. I didn't find anything on this album in particular that I really strongly thought was um, a weaker track. Um, I particularly liked. Uh, I'm going to go a different different theme this time. I just particularly like the middle of the album. Oh, okay. <laughs> With uh, Magneto and 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 Andres, Um my two least
1: favorite tracks there of the album. yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, you know, I, I,
0: there's there's plenty of other good stuff on there as well. Um, but I found this a very enjoyable, if you can enjoy, a Nick Cave album.
1: Yeah, so it's interesting about what you said. I think for easy listening, I actually thought I actually thought this might be something that uh, for Many listeners might be a quite difficult album since, for there are at least half the album, is, is almost kind of spoken word performance over kind of ambient yeah. backing tracks, kind of thing. Um, and there, but there is a kind of raw, intense nature to it, as is often the case with um Cave's work, which means that it's not necessarily an album I would recommend to bad seed newcomers. If I was choosing one to uh, as an entry point into the back catalogue, however, I do like you. I think it's actually um, it's a really good record and actually rewards uh, multiple listenings. Uh, gets better and better and stronger on each each listen. Uh, Jesus alone, the opening track, I particularly mm. like because that's a, a, a hypnotic kind mm, of definitely. appeal to it. Um, Finally, as I said, I, th- I thought Magneto was the weakest track for me. Um, things like *Girl in Amber* I really liked, and things, cause it almost yeah. sang in a kind of gruff, kind of uh, half whisper kind of thing. Almost element of uh, *Angelo Badman*, whatever his Badmendi. name is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, *Twin Peaks* That's kind the of av- thing. The sort of avi- yeah. That comes through. And there's a lovely, um, the song um, second last track on the album *Distant Sky*, which is a duet with Els Torp, Danish soprano, mm-hmm. which I think is just beautiful, beautiful. Song, and shows how good he is at writing song songs, to, to duets. Yeah. So obviously you had the Kylie one, PJ Harvey and PJ, Harvey and, one, PJ Harvey and all, all those kind yeah. of things. And his his songwriting does suit the dual voice approach. And so yeah, uh, it has a Metacritic score of ninety five, which wow. I think which I think is possibly the highest Metacritic score we've. That's the highest score I've ever come across. We've come, we've come across So wow. So it's it's clearly been well received critically as mm. well as. Uh, by us. by us, excellent. <laughs> but more importantly, <laughs> by us.
0: <laughs>
1: Moving on, we go on to uh, the eleventh studio album by the Divine Comedy.
0: Really?
1: Yep. Nice. So, a return Surprise of uh, one. <laughs> Neil Hannon. and uh, this is called *Foreverland*. And this is w- it's weird for me. Because I have to confess, in the early days of this band, we're a band I just didn't really get particularly, and mm. um, I was very much a take them or leave them kind of thing even though I knew people that were big, were big fans but kind of over the years um, I've been kind of worn down to a certain degree <laughs> um, but in a good way simply, simply because I've been worn down by the for, by for me the kind of consistent quality of output of, of mm. Hannan's work either either with the band or off on his various solo or collaborative projects mm. outside of the band my, the cricket one's my favourite Absolutely. Both <laughs> parts. Brilliant. Um, to the point where I actually think he's kind of, ver- almost our kind of, kind of modern-day Noel Coward, Cole Porter mm. kind, of, kind of thing. Consistently funny, theatrical, whimsical, I suppose, as I want to use. Um, and just funny lyrically. Uh, just really, really funny lyrically. And clearly when you've got songs called Napoleon Complex and Catherine the Great and stuff like that, on this record, they are kind of lyrically as funny as you ex- would expect them to be, uh, including some very good um, you know, lines like, she looked look bloody good on a horse, which I particularly like in <laughs> yeah, Catherine yes. the Great. And, re- and rhyming brainier <laughs> with Lithuania as well, which has to be commended. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, the king of Lithuania.
1: <laughs> exactly, yeah. And it's, it's this music yeah. which is pop, 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 pastoral chamber pop, Blah, 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 blah. Um, and I love it. Yeah. I, 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 I've really, really loved this record. Really, really, really enjoyed it. It's, it's, there's some beautiful stuff in it. There's... As well as being funny, there's some stuff about him and him and his wife and about relationships, which is quite quite funny. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, he duets. The duet on the duet on this one as well. Funny, peculiar is a duet with his uh, sorry, not his wife, his partner, mm-hmm. um, who is uh, also a singer songwriter called Kathy Davy, who incidentally has an album herself at the moment uh, called New Forest. Um, but there's a song about their relationship. Uh, I think which is yes, how can you leave me on my my own? I just love it when it says. When did you say you're coming home? When you leave me, I become a dickhead, a bag-smelling, count-swelling dickhead. I drink too much tea and eat too many biscuits. I look at naked girls because I'm too weak to resist it.
0: And it's like, you know, I surgically remove all the greens from my diet. Yes, <laughs>
1: and it's just, it's, it's just great. Uh, it's really, 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 really funny, but f- funny and the music backs it up too. So it's, it's not just hey, I can write a funny lyric, but mm. the music is a bit crap. Yeah. I think the music matches matches up to it too and i think for the first particularly kind of like six tracks this album are uh, almost six seven tracks are almost perfect as far mm. as i'm as, as far as albums go this this year the second bit last bit of the album less good but still but still good and overall uh spoiler alert this is my, my album of the podcast all
0: right okay gosh well better say something good um no i agree with uh everything you've said uh, this for me um, was, I haven't decided it. it's my album of the podcast yet, uh, but it's certainly up there. And in terms of the selection we listened to this time, he, he is consistently funny and consistently entertaining. And as you say, the band as well, it wouldn't work without them. And in fact, I know, I know it's sort of sung, sung his solo projects to high praises too, but I actually always think Divine Comedy works better together hmm. uh, with his combined Lyrics and, and and the accompanying music of the band. Uh, this for me felt like uh, a, a return to form. Um, the sort of bombast of the first couple of albums, which let's get on, uh, getting on for like twenty years ago now. Absolutely, um, is is reflected in songs like Napoleon Complex and Catherine the Great. You c you can imagine those songs appearing. Uh, 20 years ago and that's not a criticism by the way i st- I think that it's it's reflective of uh, his ability to still turn out a really funny uh story um to, to his song so i you know i think i think it's a really really strong album in that in that regard um i also i actually i didn't uh, towards the end of the album I, I i found it quite consistent actually yes the stone the start's probably stronger but um how can you leave me on my own? And, and I joined the Foreign Legion, which um, I also quite enjoyed, uh, yes. as well. Um, and that again, reminded me of the past. Um, but but it's not all about the past. I actually think um, I think that yeah, I think they've mellowed a little bit, uh, which kind of helps because that bombast of things like you know um, in the woodshed and all all that yeah. years back, um, it wouldn't quite fit now. I also found I found his vocals. Um, I found it a little bit distracting to begin with. Um, he's he's got a much softer voice these days as well. But hey, that age, yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets. I mean, I've got a bit of a cough tonight. Um, that, that could be age. Um, so I found that a little bit distracting to begin with. Uh, but actually, as the album w- wore on, um, that was less of a, less of an issue for me. So yeah, haven't quite decided yet. But it's definitely up there. So, uh, we now move on to... I caveat that by saying, obviously, if, he's, if there's been some story I've missed about, <laughs> about, him, throat. about yeah.
1: his throat. About his throat. I take it all back. So, we now move this, this, this on. This is a good one for me, because I'm, I'm looking forward to saying this. We now move on to the 10th studio album by Teenage Frank Club uh, from Glasgow, who are affectionately known as the Fannies. Excellent. By, by, their, by their fans. Um, latest album here... I think it's been five, six albums, six years since the last album. And as, as I was saying to you earlier on, uh, this is the album that I kind of forgot we were doing until last night. Uh, so i took kind of rush a bit on this one. Um, which is also quite embarrassing since I'm going to see them in a couple of weeks' time. Really? Uh, yeah. That makes you a fanny. That makes me a fanny. Excellent. Not the first time I've been calling that. No. <laughs> so, beat. <laughs> Um, quoting the, quoting the first song which is called i'm in love are you in love with here
0: it's all right it's all right um i actually thought of um i thought i thought of you and i, I actually thought of um, my brother you thought my vanny no 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 let's let, let's 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 not go there um i thought i thought of my brother-in-law actually as well uh, who's been uh, encouraging my sister in-law to 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 get into teenage fan club about Twenty-five years too late. Too late. <laughs> I, I actually thought this album would probably be a nice stepping in point because uh, it's it's a it's a kind of middle of the road new indie album. I mean, I'll be look. Uh, let's be honest, Teenage fan Club for me, I, I probably arrived just a little bit, probably six months too late to the party. Yeah, uh, in terms of the original sort of you know um, uh, the first coming, as it were. Um, so, so I actually, uh, for me, they're a band that have kind of always been there, but, but I've never really sort of got into. Yeah. So I actually, from that perspective, I actually found this album quite, quite, quite an enjoyable listen as well. Uh, again, you know, as, as with Divine Comedy, um, 25 years later, you know, it's perhaps just a little bit mellower. So not so much, and I've been dying to say it's not so much teenage fan club. A middle-aged fan club oh. thank you very much i'm here all week um but again a fairly solid album because that's my catchphrase and i haven't used it for a while this is true this is true uh and i mean i'm in love is 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 probably one of the standout tracks for me um uh, but again again there are, there are some some really good songs on there um and it perhaps tapers off towards the end
1: uh, know, I, I think I I would agree with that telly. I I think the, fir- I, think the fir- I think the first the, the the classic I think this is definitely a side one album. This is a side
0: one album. Uh but that's great it's great that it feels like a proper album as well. Yes,
1: you know. Yeah, I've I've been a fan of the band from um early days and I think I I think I had this this is the 10th year album. I think I owned the first six. Yeah. Um and it was really Band. I've seen them a couple of couple of times, but they're not for quite a while. And one of the things I've always li- liked about the band is uh, it is it is very much a band. You, you have you have three mm. so you have three singers songwriters in the band. Um, so you have uh, Norman Blake, Gerald Love, and Raymond McGinley, and it's very much uh, they. As clear as they've gone on, they've pretty much shared things very oh. quickly. So on this album, for example, they each get there are twelve tracks; they each get four
0: tracks.
1: Yeah. And um, what is amazing, really, considering that, is how similarly similar, yeah, the songs they come out with mm. are They're still very much. If we go back to the. the the early stuff and through to today, the influence of the birds and Big Star is still huge yeah. over the sound, yeah. sound of this this band. But
0: that sort of early indie
1: psychedelia is still still real. yeah. Um, and it's a, if, if you like that sound, it's this lovely sound. It's, so there's there's nothing in that sense. There's nothing there's nothing new on here. It's, it sounds it sounds like a teenage fan club album. Yeah. Yeah. It could have been made twenty years ago. It sounds like a teenage fan club. Yeah, yeah. agree. And it's not the best Teenage Fan Club, ooh. apparently out. Apparently, the, 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 somewhere, somebody disagreed with me making a <laughs> slightly disparaging mark in mean, the Fan Club, because the lights just momentarily dimmed <laughs> in the room, and I've now come back up again. <coughs> mm.
0: We had a blackout last night. <clears> but- Fine. <laughs> <coughs> or was that just me? Yes. Um, sorry. Yeah. So, yeah, sorry, I, so,
1: yeah, so I, I, th- I think this is a, a good rather than a great Tim ranker album on on the basis of the two listens I've had so far. Although I will be listening to it more. Um, I Do I think I'm in, I'm in love. Uh, track one as It's well, track one is yeah. a cracking track. And in so, fact, I, I think on this album the Norman Blake so- tracks are probably the strongest on the record. So I'm in love. The darkest part of the night, um, and live in the moment. I think. Uh, amongst the best tracks on the album and they're three of his great um although i will also say that uh i think it's track six i was beautiful when i was live it's also yes. just a beautiful kind of yes. ballad it's really, right. really really lovely song yeah um yeah. so that's the other standout on the track but yes, standout track on the album but i think overall good record as you said first half definitely stronger than the second second half but we'll keep fans of the band happy and if you're not a fan of the band, it's not a bad place to jump yeah, in. I
0: don't
1: think so at all. Moving on uh, to our ladies section, as it were, and we have uh, the seventh studio album um, from uh, Regina Specter really? Yeah, <laughs> I know. In fact, even I, even, you know, I, I owned a couple, and even I was surprised wow. that it was, even I was surprised it was the seventh. Oh. So there you go, things you learn. Uh, again, first in a while, well, I think again, the four or five year break since the uh, last album. And she's one of these artists that started off very, very quirky and has become more poppy, I suppose, with time. Um, and I think on this album, just, there seems to be an effort to try and blend the two mm. and try, try and reclaim some of her her individual quirky appeal while still not losing some of the pop sensibilities. And for the most part, I think it kind of works. Uh, And I think if you take... Again, this is another example we were just talking about. I think the first four tracks on this album particularly are brilliant. Again, perfect mix of that thing that I'm talking about. So you have something that is pop then followed by something that's kind of piano pop something that's a kind of piano ballad and then something that is very modern pop after that with small bills mm. uh, and then the album longs a bit and you have the light which is a really really nice song, quite very emotional song, uh, so there's lyrics in that when she goes, uh, I know the morning is wiser than the night time, I know there's nothing wrong that I should feel so down. So many things I know, but they don't help me. Each day I open up my eyes to look around. So it's like a very kind of self-reflective and stuff. <laughs> but then that song is fo- followed by the, and the fur- trapper and the trapper and the furie, which I just love. Mm. Uh, which is about that kind of you know how how the world is a strange strange place. Mm. Um, I think the line is it when you know, when the good are damned and the wicked yeah. forgiven. And with the upcoming American American election tomorrow, it seems very prescient. Um, <laughs> 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 yeah. Latter half of the album is slightly falls away a bit f- f- for me and kind of stops it from being a very good pop record and just ends up being good for me.
0: Okay. Um I agree agree with everything you've said up until that point. I, I actually found um the last I mean, for me for me completely agree. I think the the first three or four tracks do blend uh, the pop sensibilities of latter albums with the earlier quirky stuff, and as a thing that does continue across the album, I found the last two or three tracks actually very. Uh, whilst you could argue much quieter in terms of pace than the rest of the album, um, I actually found the last three tracks also also quite a strong strong ending for this.
1: Yeah, man, I, mean, I didn't. I don't I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't dis- right. dislike it. I particularly think the Cellular flowers is particular, particularly good. Uh, uh lyrically the visit's very 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 nice but yeah. i just thought in in comparison to in compa- no fair,
0: fair, comment, fair comment the first part of the album'm uh, particularly obsolete you see so i 'm sort of a bit defensive <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, 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 I for me obsolete sort of is that perfect blend of um her her use of more uh quirky lyrics um with a with a kind of a softer more middle of the road uh, approach, um, so I, I, I thought this was a overall. I, I really like this album. So this is why I'm, I'm struggling with with Divine Comedy because I think this is this has been my surprise of fo- ah, the podcast. Okay, uh, because we we reviewed records of hers before, and she's always been a bit yeah, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, uh, but actually, this this particular record I, I I really enjoyed more so than I thought. So uh, hence my my hesitance to sort of come down in favour of one or the other. I am. So,
1: how do we feel in that case about the third studio album from Angel Olsen, My Woman?
0: Uh, um, immediately following on, um, I found this album. Um, I found this album again equally enjoyable to a point. Um,
1: now, was, the, was the point when the track started getting seven and a half minutes long? Yes, because that was kind of where my that, point that ended. Of,
0: that was a bit of a killer for me as well. <laughs> Um, no, this album. This album perfectly fine. I Regina Spektor, and it's very hard not to compare the two, having listened to them back to back. Regina Spektor sort of offers a, a, a very much more a masterclass in terms of how to do the the quirky, thoughtful, female-led album. Yeah, we seem to have listened to a lot of these <laughs> recently.
1: We've listened to a yeah, few. Yeah, scanning yeah, right.
0: down the list for the, for the year. Uh, we've listened to a couple of really good examples um, over this year as well, so so I think perhaps for me that this this album um, does sort of fall back because I'm kind of a bit Angel Olsen now. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. but overall, yeah, I mean it's it's a good it's a, it's a good album.
1: Yeah, it's. I'm not going to say <clears throat> something. No, and I, I'm going to avo- avoid saying saying that too. Actually, I I, I think. There are, there are things I like about this art. there there are things I do like about this album. It has a kind of the overall vibe vibe to it has um kind of hints of Lana Del Rey, hints of mm. uh Liz Farr, uh hints of Lena Lovich at times. Um and even Hole. Uh early, early Hole. Yeah. Um but it's interesting the first half of the al- album um, particularly, the first four tracks are all kind of three-minute songs, essentially, mm. and really quite, really quite short. Mm. They get to the point quickly. So, in turn, the open track I really like. Then you got to "Shut Up and Kiss Me," which I really, really like. Yeah. And then halfway through the album, right in, smack bang in the middle, are my two favorite tracks, which is not going to kill you in heart-shaped face. Tracks five and six. After that, for some unknown reason, <laughs> we we go from these kind of like short, snappy, mm. cut back so, songs to. Uh, Sister, which is track seven, and Woman, which is track nine, where she suddenly decides to become Neil Young for some strange reason. So the tracks kind of start off the same and then get to a halfway point. And then, I don't believe it's me saying this, but then you kind of get guitar noodling for a couple couple of minutes. Don't get me wrong, particularly on Sister, it's very fine guitar noodling and it's great, but it just, I don't know, it just seemed to jar in this against rest of the record for me. It,
0: it, it jars against the, the rest of the album for me and, and you, 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 you put the point very clearly which I was trying to get to. Um, when you refer to Lana Del Rey for example the, the, the weakness I guess of the album is it reminds you of those other artists and it reminds you actually you, Lana Del Rey's and Regina Spector's Whisper It are probably doing this better. Yeah. I don't know. But hey, it's only the third album, um, and
1: I wonder if if well, it's definitely one to watch. Yeah, I think I think it's definitely true, and it? it's just as I said it's picked up some good good reviews, so it's you know, it's. Oh, Kaylee, that's another high Metacritic score
0: you have written. It's been though.
1: a very high Metacritic gun kind of podcast, isn't So yeah. let's finish off with, with uh, and also I didn't notice when I when I was doing the running order for the podcast just instantly. I picked the running order and then made the, uh, our, our note, because I didn't do a note every, every, every month, which just lists the tracks of the, the albums, mm-hmm. um, what album, what studio album it is, and the metric score, but I didn't realise that I'd actually done it in order of who's released the most albums, this podcast, oh, so it's oh, 16, well, 11, gosh. 10, <laughs> so 7, 3, and 3, wow. so, wasn't intentional, but yeah. that's the way it put uh so as i said we've we finished with another third album uh third album from uh, boniver uh who as many people might know is the kind of uh justin vernon's kind of band persona um least, clearly released two albums before this both critically praised and acclaimed to oh, i haven and the last one was was my favorite album of the year Few years back um, and is this that classic case I suppose with third album you think yeah you know, where do you go when you've done when you've had two albums that have been that as critically acclaimed as they were um, and it seems in uh, Boniver Justin Vernon's case they decide to um, take the bits that caused that acclaim chuck them in a mixing bowl pour acid all over them and see what happens. <laughs> and, yeah. like, 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 and, it's, and before that, I just, it sounds like I'm going like to slag this record off, but I'm actually not going to slag this record off, although I could understand why people might. The opening of this record uh, is... I think the album as a whole, I think I think this, this is, this, of all the only albums in the pockets, I think this is the one that would be the hardest to warm to immediately, even if, like me, you're already a fan of mm. the band. You know, this is a, a fractured and purposefully abstract and often jarring record that walks a very fine line between alienating and engaging. Mm. Um, song titles themselves uh, seem to be picked to add only to this. So you've got like 22, Oversoon, 10, Death Breast, <laughs> 715, Creeks, 33, God. Uh, it's, you know, it's bizarre. Um and but ultimately, I think it's in another another case. It's a very short record. It's an album that also benefits multiple listens, um, and I think ultimately uh, it's an album that rewards rewards that. Initially, I have to say, I hated it first listen. Really, really hated it. Really disappointed. Thought there was an issue with my headphone jack on the opening track. Um, <laughs> then realised it would deliver it. <laughs> and it happens a few times in the al- on, on, on the album. Um, there's lots and lots of treated vocals on it, vocal transformation, distortion, distortions, which seems odd for somebody that has just a lovely, yeah. beautiful, pure voice. And this, all this is kind of built around various music samples. But why I find it so, find it so engaging and why I, I kind of stuck with it is because I suppose this is the added advantage of being short is despite all that and even as i was going through the first listen when i was pretty much hating it i was never bored by it no because um, it's constantly moving warping transforming son- son- sonically and it's almost like an audible piece of kind of modern art painting yeah um so that said i can still understand why people would listen to it and go this is a heap of shit mm. however there are bits in it that uh, that just remind you of what a great songwriter is, and what a beautiful um, voice he has. So there are, so there are, so like I said, the first track Over Soon is, is bizarre, but lovely. And it is one of those things, after a couple of listens, you do you find yourself wandering around kind of going Over Soon, Over Soon. <laughs> Wondering what you're doing. The, the l- lovers of his voice, just generally, will be pleased that there are some moments where he does just let his his voice do what it does. So on uh, 666 and 8, track 6 and 8, respectively, you do get pretty much clean Justin Vernon Vernon vocals, the latter of which actually reminded me a lot of um, a song by Magnum called Dance Mordant, but um, that's by the by. And, yeah, there's not a lot to say about it. It it is an album that is quite hard to describe. And, it's, and and because of that, it's kind of hard to pick tracks and say, I really like this track, even though I've just done that with a couple of them. Because it's hard to describe what the tracks are about and put them in the context, of, apart from just saying it is very experimental. It is him kind of going,
0: you know what? Let's
1: just fuck up people's heads. It,
0: it's an album that needs to be listened to in its entirety. Yeah. And repeatedly.
1: Yeah, this is not going to work. They, there's, no. there's no singles on this record. There's particularly. no singles
0: or, or downloads on this record. Um, and it is a record. I, I actually had a reverse experience of you, for, of from you to a point, um, in that I actually really enjoyed it on first listen. Um, once I'd equally, and I laughed heartily, equally got over the what the hell is wrong with my headphones moment right at the start. Yeah. Um, once I'd got past that, and I thought, like, oh, well, they're just fucking in my head. Um, uh, I was fine, perfectly fine with this, uh, with 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 that track, um, and it's that 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 effect of sort of sort of messing, deliberately messing with your with your headphones, is repeated as you say. I think I think it's on the uh, Stratford Apartments. It, 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 yeah, uh, and that irritated me too. But then I giggled because I'd been irritated the first time, and then they just repeat the trick. Um, ha ha! It's as you say, a shame that. There's a lot of that because, yes, uh, lyrically, he has got such a beautiful voice and he's able to uh, convey a lot of emotion, Mm. Um, different emotions uh, through his uh, lyrics and through his voice in particular. Um, But that aside, I actually found the experimental stuff and I I, I, I was completely okay with it. There was nowhere else. For me, a Bonnie Iver album could go after the, the mm. previous two albums. Um, for me, it had to be something like this. It had to sort of push the critical acclaimed elements to the to the edge. Well,
1: I think he says in I, I think he said in an interview that that you know he, that it had to, he had to make it sound radical for him mm. for it to fit, for him to feel good about putting anything out there in the fir- first yeah. place otherwise it wasn't you know that classic you know i could just make the same albums yeah. the same two albums i've just made again but yeah. I, I, if i'm sticking my name to it i don't want to do that,
0: and that, would, that would, but that would be boring um so for me this uh, yeah I, I really enjoyed this record um hence why i'm struggling once again to pick a favorite because I, I think i think this is up there
1: so, what is put on the, put, put on the spot if you can it. Any, on the spot, it,
0: okay. If you had to take one, to which take one, one would it be? If I had to take one, um, I'd, I'd take the
1: Bonny Bear one, actually. Interesting choice, but as yeah. uh, like I said, my, the Bonny Bear album is, is, it has possibly, it's probably my second favourite album of the yeah. uh, podcast, simply because it is, like I said, it is one of those records that is... Well, yeah, because it's not boring. That's, no, I mean, that's, it's, 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 it's as simple as that, in a, in yeah. a way. It, 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 it is it is challenging, and you, it does actually make you th- think, which occasionally is a, not always a good thing. No. Occasionally, just, just to put great pop is great. But. It's, an, it's an insane record, like the Divine
0: Comedy record, which would be my second
1: choice. With Regina Spector in there somewhere else. So there you go. Okay, okay, that's us done for now. Uh, we are hopefully back, back with you by the end, at the end of the month. And the plan for the next podcast, I can tell you, avid listeners is to review the new albums from sting little mix Robbie williams metallica bon Jovi, and bruno mars so an exciting oh, cacophony man. of sounds oh, there
0: we're going for it next time aren't yeah we?
1: then after that christmas podcast yay that was the sound of me checking out <laughs> <laughs> yeah the sound the sound of silence indeed
0: hello Until to then. simon and Goff uncle yeah well you're quiet hello darkness
1: <laughs> you've been listening to the CTTV music